Welcome to the Sports Betting Podcast. The Line Breakers. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. This is Coop with the Line Breakers Podcast. I'm here joined with the mechanic. How are we doing there, mechanic? I'm doing okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's just after NFL week one, so we got a lot to talk about. So we're just going to kind of just go right into it and um, all the week one madness, what happened, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Well, I, we should say that we don't have the professor here because he's actually being a professor. Mm-hmm. So he's doing his real job, which is a professor, not yeah. of sports. But nevertheless, he's not here, so it's just Coop and myself. And I'll open with, this, uh, you know, it's often said that week one of the NFL season is the hardest to predict, and I'm firmly supporting that theory based on how badly I did. Yeah, it was a tough one. It was a tough week because you just don't know the teams, right? You I mean, like the teams come out first time, first time you're seeing their offense, preseasons like nothing they don't show anything in preseason and it's the first time you see them yeah i mean nobody knew lamar jackson was gonna come out and throw for five touchdowns no well yeah and and in my fantasy league i had a guy against me who had him on the bench i know everyone (laughs) probably had him on the bench i wanted him so i wanted to draft him so badly that's so funny but you know overall i didn't do badly but my best bets didn't pan out and i let myself get talked out of my two top picks i'll get to that later but for right now um my concept is from week one is the good, the bad, and the ugly. Mm-hmm. Let's hear it. How good can the Patriots be right out of the gate? And yeah. how bad can the Steelers be? You know, that's like a tale of two cities, you know, yeah. not to be too Dickensian or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, watching but, that, yeah. I mean, watching that game, you don't see, like, the Patriots come out and they're, I mean, you're used to them being kind of like really good, but I mean, they come out and they made the Steelers look like they were. They were a bottom five team. That's the only, the second time in uh, Roethlisberger's career that he's lost by 30 points. Yeah. And, he, and and he then he then, after the game or the next day, blamed himself. Yeah, it's like, uh, yeah. I mean, but the defense didn't come out. Nobody came out. And, and that's the dangerous part, too, because we know the Patriots were going to be good. They came out, and their defense was good. Offensive line was good. Brady, obviously, was good. And they just have so many weapons. Josh Gordon catches a touchdown. Nobody remembers him, but I mean, he's just going to light it up. Yeah, probably he stays off the. uh, Josh Gordon. How do you get banned for life, and then you don't even miss a game? Because you come back with the Patriots. They sign with the Patriots, and Robert Kraft does his thing, and and Bill Belichick, the wink, wink behind closed doors, and things just happen to work out. Right? It's the Patriot way. Yeah, that's just how they just acquired quote unquote air quotes because we're on the radio, whatever. Yeah. But Antonio Brown comes from the Raiders for free, basically. Yeah. And. Just like Randy Moss went there, and they almost went undefeated when Randy Moss went there. Thank God Eli Manning was in the way. Otherwise, they would have been 19-0. Yeah, back too bad. We have to hear all those Giant fans being way, like, oh, we way, beat way Tom back Brady. In the day. We beat Tom Brady. But yeah, Bill Belichick was talking about how this Antonio Brown pickup is kind of reminds him a lot of the uh, Randy Moss um, yeah. pickup. <laughs> Except for A.B. just got sued civilly. By his former female trainer for three uh, separate sexual assaults, including a rape. Yeah, that was so, that's tough. Perfect that's tough timing. Time. Perfect timing. You yeah, know? of course. Bill Belichick said nothing in the press conference today about that. But AB was at practice today. He was running around doing some stretches, and there was actually some um, pictures, I guess, emails or texts that AB sent to this trainer, this woman. And I mean, when you look at it, you just—I mean, outside of the whole fact of this whole scandal or or accusation. Antonio Brown is not very smart. If you look at the two texts, I'll show them to you later. 
that he just doesn't know how to spell. <laughs> he doesn't have spell checks. So doesn't bad. everybody? I mean, no, it looks. I mean, you'll, you'll I see mean it. my auto spell sometimes makes mix, makes mixed messages too. It's like you're reading a ten year old like who's get like who got pissed off at his parents and he's like the first time he's ever cursed and the first time he's ever he's yeah. just spelling words. It's just like what are you doing? He put like it was just bad. I have to show you and I, probably people out there can look it up, but. And that's one thing you got to say. All right. So I said the title is The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly. We took care of The Good, which is the Patriots, as always, unfortunately, being a Raiders mm-hmm. fan. Yeah, I've tough. disclosed that. The Bad was the Steelers. And The Ugly, oh, my God, the Dolphins. The I mean, they, they already had telegraphed that they wanted to be as bad as possible to do that, quote, t- tanking for Tua, you know, the quarterback for uh, Alabama right now. But – you know, to just come out of the gate and I think it was like 52 nothing or 49 nothing before they, you know, even did anything. Yeah, it was like one of those college spreads. You looked at the game, you're like, what's going on? It seemed like Lamar Jackson was just standing back there. He didn't even have to run. He didn't have to run at all. He just stood back in the pocket, no rush. And, I mean, there was just bombs all day. And it made him, it made, I mean, it made him look like a god. It made, look, made the Ravens look like, what are they doing? Lamar Jackson's going to be the best quarterback. But I honestly think the Dolphins are just that bad. You had players after the game – Pretty much calling up their agent, whining, saying oh, they want yeah. to get traded out there, jumping ship already. It's pretty. I mean, it's pretty. It's pretty crazy how yeah. bad they actually are, and they got a new coach just for this. It's like, come on. Yeah. They should so. have kept Adam Gase. I mean, at least he oh can score God. some points. I will get to him in a minute, but uh, <laughs> but you know the the, the fish. Uh, we, we mentioned this last week, and I violated my own rule about you know uh, division rivals and stuff like that. But the fish are getting 19 points at home. This weekend against the Pats. Home dogs are often the, the best gold mine you can get. People just can't resist a big line for a home dog. But here we also have a division rival. Mm-hmm. And last week, unfortunately, I specifically mentioned the Fish playing the Patriots, you know, tough even when they suck. But they really suck now. Mm-hmm. You know, what a dilemma. For that reason, I'm staying away because I can easily see it being a blowout just as easily I can see Miami losing by 18 or less and covering. So that for that reason, I'll tell you right now, if you want to sign up and, and go to thelinebreakers.com and, and uh, look at our picks, I will not be picking that game. Yeah, it's one of those things where, you, I mean, you'll be watching the game and, and it just seems like New England will just stifle anything Miami does on offense. So it's almost like gives them no choice. They'll just be like, I guess I'll score. And it could be like, I don't know. 15 to three and a half, but I mean, they're just going to keep scoring and scoring. I don't see them being stopped. And I'm guessing Antonio Brown will be playing this week. So that'll only uh, add to the mismatches. Yeah. Apparently he's going to play despite the fact that, you know, minutes after he suits up for the first time, this lawsuits revealed that uh, his trainer, female trainer says she was violated on three separate occasions. Well, mm, you know the we'll old say. adage, you know, fool me once, shame on me, fool me twice, you know, yeah. shame on, whatever it goes. You know, it's actually fool me once, shame on you, mm-hmm. fool me twice, shame on me, but yeah. fool me three times a year later, I'm, you know. <laughs> it, and, it is co- coincidental <laughs> it comes out now, and, and and we'll see what happens. Obviously, you know, we have that's innocent until proven guilty here in America. Yeah. So, I mean, and, and I don't, I don't mean to make light of any uh, allegations. Allegations, whatever, yeah. you know, maybe, maybe she was violated, but uh, the timing seems suspect. That's yeah. all I'm saying. And there's always a case like this. Patrick Kane, a couple years ago, he was in a similar uh, trial. Um, Neymar, a soccer player in Europe or from Brazil, he was in a similar yeah. case. And now the woman's now being um, 
indicted on like false accusation and all that stuff. So but, but, it's just something to think about. Yeah, and as yeah. you said, timing you know is very suspect also. But mm-hmm. well, we'll leave it to the uh, court. You know, the courts actually, not the court of public opinion, but a real court. Mm-hmm. So. You yeah, know, and maybe so. the maybe the maybe the Dolphins will bring out uh, Josh Rosen this week. I mean, <laughs> I feel like this could be one of those games where Fitzpatrick either comes out and just absolutely wins the game somehow miraculously probably won't happen or you could just come out and throw four picks in the first half and they they throw josh rose into the fire yeah. well what about the people that bet that uh the the giants quarterback wouldn't appear until like week 10 yeah that's not gonna happen. <laughs> nobody he already appeared oh yeah i mean yeah, he came in. it was so funny looking at the end of the game he like comes up and and they're losing by whatever. and he's like oh shit i gotta go in no no but he was perfect in preseason five for five and yeah, course, you know, the golden boy yeah. in his first play he fumbles the freaking ball oh that was a bad fumble that was an eli fumble he's learning from eli yeah he's just running into guys just fumbling the ball oh my god it's like oh shoot where's this ball gonna put go a, put a skirt on him mm-hmm. Yeah, but what about uh? What, did you watch any of that Cardinals Lions game with Kyler Murray at the end of the game? He had the, probably the worst first half of probably you can have in football, and then the second half, or basically the fourth quarter in overtime, they come out. He ended up they end up tying the game, but I mean they come out, they end up, uh, I mean really looking sharp out there, and kind of a team that can kind of really backdoor a lot of spreads this year. Well, you know, I didn't mention it yet, but I want to mention it now. Week one in the NFL is, like, so hard to predict. So don't, you know, go to school and, and, and go to the bank with what your team did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and base it again on, on week two. Well, it's overreactions. I mean, you're waiting so long for football. They, you finally get some, and you're like, this is how a team's going to be. The Patriots are going to go undefeated. Um, the Dolphins stink. Yada, yada, yada. No, the Dolphins do stink. Yeah, the Dolphins do stink. But I I, I waited like 219 days to watch a football game, and I didn't even watch the end of the uh, Green Bay (laughs) Chicago game. That was a great game. Great defensive battle. (laughs) But we did pick the the under. We did pick the under. That was our first pick. Mm -hmm. And that was was an under lock, you know, capital bold letters. Yeah, that was a punting punting game. That was a game for the punters all to watch. Oh, my God. Game-winning punt at the end. 63-yard punt to win the game. You never hear that very often, especially in the NFL in 2019. All right. We're going to take a break. Mm-hmm. We'll take a break. It's thelinebreakers.com. Uh, visit our website, and we'll be back in a few. Been a while since your last big win? Feeling like you've lost your mojo? Tired of hearing about your friend's big hits? It's time you invested in learning how to pick winners consistently. Join the fun of pocketing some serious cash. Get off the sidelines and join in on the action. Subscribe to thelinebreakers.com. Sports betting advice and education. At thelinebreakers.com, we explain in detail our reasoning behind our picks. Unlike many other handicapping services, our results are posted permanently so you can track our results. Listen to the Linebreakers podcast where we discuss types of bets and the reasoning behind the odds and the payouts. Thelinebreakers.com And we're back. It's Coop and the Mechanic. We just talked a little bit about football, the NFL Week 1, and we're just going to continue right into that. What do you got for us, Mechanic? Well, last week I violated my rule against laying a lot of points in the division rivalry game, and I laid the 10 on the Eagles versus the Redskins. Had the Redskins not... so flat, the Eagles. Oh, my God. I look up, and it's 17-0 skins. I'm like, what is wrong with me? You know, I mean, they would have covered, you know, they did cover till the very end, and it so happens they went into a prevent defense... 
They let the skins have the classic backdoor cover. Mm-hmm. Hate to see it. And, you know, so they knew through clock management they're going to go into a prevent. They're going to make them use up the clock. They will yeah. still win the game but not cover. Yeah. Don't they take into consideration the better? Of course. This is 2019. No. Especially no. when you're in playing in Philly. you got to know people in Jersey. No. The, the only thing they take into consideration now is Cam Newton was saying uh, his press conference uh, yesterday was uh, who's got the fantasy. He's like, I wasn't oh, allowed to throw downfield because yeah. <laughs> I guess Ron Rivera didn't have me in his fantasy league. I mean, everyone heard Christian McCaffrey was fucking bowling when they saw he had like 40 points in fantasy. <laughs> yeah, but that was like one of the funniest things I've ever seen. Yeah, that's what it comes to, right? Players are always talking about fantasy. And, and Cam Newton was talking as if like, he had never known, like, fantasy. He was like, that fantasy stuff. Yeah. It's like Cam Newton. You're well, like you're like 30 years old. What are you talking about? You know what fantasy well, is. Well, he looks in the mirror, he knows what <laughs> fantasy is. Jesus. Yeah, with his, have you seen, oh. did you see his outfit at the end of the press conference? He looked like uh, that lady. He was wearing, like, a barbed wire hat after they, after, after they'd lost. No, 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 but then the, then he, had, the other one he had, he looked like uh, the lady from, uh, you're too, you're too young, but. Stop like, tell me, hit me with it, just tell no, me. No, no, he had like a, uh. A scarf with a hat, you know, he had a scarf oh, around his head and a hat on top, like, you know, he, he's an old lady at, in, in Miami Beach, you know, it was like, <laughs> unbelievable. like Jane Fonda? Mm, Jane you didn't know, Fonda. I don't know about that name, did you? <laughs> yeah, no, Mrs. Hathaway, you oh. know, like from, uh, but anyway, I don't even he, know what show he dresses like that, and especially after they lose to the Rams at home, he dressed like he was like a gangster. So it was pretty crazy yeah. how that happened. Oh. But also, obviously, going back to the Eagles and the Redskins, oh Eagles God. came out so flat. They actually got booed at halftime because oh. Eagle fans are just the worst fans ever. But uh, yeah. he got booed going out of halftime, and then they come back, and Deshaun Jackson looked like he was 23 again. He had, like, two 50-yard bombs. Yeah. He's second so in all time in 50-yard touchdowns. Yeah. So they're down 17 nothing. They then go up 32 to 20. They're covering. The game's over. <laughs> and then what they do, they go to prevent, which means that we're going to lose or not cover. It's and like, they, yeah. we know that the mechanic bet on us, you know, defense. You know? It's like, yeah, 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 yeah. So, uh, you thought we were going to win like this? No. Two words, not happy. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, it always stinks. It's a better's life for us. Yeah. But going back to the looking, just talking about the Monday night game with the Saints versus the Texans, I mean, that game kind of just. I mean, fired off at the end of the game, especially it hit the over at the end with Deshaun Jackson hitting the post, and then they had a they gave a little bit too much time to uh, Drew Brees. Yeah, uh, I think he only had like thirty five seconds left, one timeout, and they were at like the midfield, and all they or like just just past um yeah just on their own side like the forty five. And they needed, like, everyone knew they needed, like, seven yards, and they went, like, prevent. The team was, like, giving them 10 yards. Well, they, they, and they, another thing, too, did you see when he caught the ball, when the last guy caught the ball, he went down? The Texan guy just, like, shouldn't have touched him. If you don't touch him, the clock still goes. Yeah. He has to just be downed. Yeah. But he touches him, like, right away as if, like, he had to do that. Yeah, well, they, they completely blew that. I mean, they also forgot that they're in a dome and the guy can kick from 60 yards. It's yeah, it was the a old bomb. Days, you know, and so. Yeah, that one people some fantasy. It was like a 58-yard field goal. It was good from 64. Yeah, yeah exactly. I like how they do that kicking meter now that you can see how far. It's like an extra point. It's like, that would have been good from 70. It's like, thanks. <laughs> Thanks for telling me. I do like that though. It's very. It yeah. adds a little more interest to the game on the extra points. Yeah. So as I said before, like most analysts, and I, I'm not an analyst, but I pretend to be during the We're night, analysts night for, time. For analyst speaking, don't purposes. put too much emphasis on week one results for several reasons. Not the least of which is you're not allowed to practice in preseason because you're not allowed to hit. You don't have two a days anymore. With a collective bargain agreement, they're, you know, they're just out there just not to get hurt. 
There's no full pads on hitting each other. And the preseason games, they don't play any of their starters really for more than a quarter, if that. So you don't have any real feel of what your team is. Yeah, it's like just a vanilla offense, vanilla defense. They're not really – I mean, the veterans aren't really trying. They don't really – they're not dying to play either. They know that it's kind of like the time for the guys trying to make the team, and that's when they're time to play. So you come in week one, and, I mean, you're pretty much just basing everything off of last year, how teams finished and – and like what happening, but so much changes. The offensive coordinators change. Obviously, so when da- Dallas came out, I mean, Dallas seems like a whole new team. Getting Zeke back, Amari Cooper, Randall Cobb. Um, I mean, Dak. They should have signed him before the season. Now it looks like he can get forty-five million. Yeah. So, like, if your teams look really good in week one or really bad in week one, don't place all your money on them on week two because they, there's going to be a lot of adjustments. There's already been a lot of trades. There's been injuries. The guy in the Jets is out again for the year. Yeah, Anunua. Yeah, yeah. Anunua. I can never pronounce his name. Yeah, Quincy Anunua. I yep. think it's like, I think always think of quinoa. He's not, yeah. <laughs> oh, like quinoa, like the food? <laughs> yeah, the food. One thing, though, he's not like a great player. He's not like outstanding. They just got Demarius Thomas from the Patriots, which was kind of huge news. You know, the Patriots, you saw the Patriots got Demarius yeah, Thomas. Yeah, but today. they got him. But Did you see, though? But this is, this is an interesting thing. You see, pick, the you last know? time that the Patriots and Jets made a trade was when they traded Bill Belichick to the Patriots. Yeah. That was the last How time. How did that work out? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty good for the Patriots, I'd say. Man, the Jets just keep losing. Another L. Oh, well, the, 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 the Jets, like, you know, if they don't win this game on Monday night against the Browns. I'm actually going to be there. I'll be there, so. If they don't win that game, guess what they have? They then go to New England. Oh, God. Then they have a week off. Then they go to the Eagles. But the Jets are one of those teams, like, they'll play New England tough then after that. They'll play them both. They're not winning in New England. Adam Gaze will do, like, his eye thing. That's going to be a, like a minus 3,500 or, or whatever. <laughs> oh, you know? Especially if New England comes out and just dominates against the the Dolphins. Well, it would probably be, like, a, easily a two-touchdown spread. Well, we're getting, too, we're getting too far ahead, I think. We're, we're making picks. If you go to thelinebreakers.com, there will be picks there. We may actually delve into the over-under world, and I don't mean the the underworld, but, you know, over and unders, and because I think there's a lot of value there. Mm-hmm, yeah. And uh, I just, you know, I, I, I did the bad thing last week. I didn't take my own advice on a, a few other things. I bet a lot of parlays, and parlays are great when you hit them. Yeah. But when you go four and one, and three and one, and then four and one, and then three and one. If you just bet straight up, you're making a ton of money. Mm-hmm. You know what I made? Bupkis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but what, what was the team that blew it for you? You were, you were the telling Jets. me before. Oh. <laughs> the Jets before we started. Up 16 that was, nothing. That wasn't all the Jets, but the Jets were 16 nothing. The, the odds of you getting four turnovers. Getting a safety for a safety and a touchdown on your pick six yeah. and losing the game at home are less than one percent. It's hard to do. You have to do it's it. Almost, <laughs> it's we have to go Elias Sports or whatever. It's <laughs> I don't know if it's ever happened. But like I said, it's a hundred percent of the time when the mechanic bets on it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so that's why I'm taking uh, against the Jets for the rest of the year. Yeah, of course. Just so, fade the Jets every that's, game. That's a free pick. You know. <laughs> free. Oh, by the way, I, I didn't even put this in my notes. If you go to FanDuel, I don't know if it's on the other sites. If you go to FanDuel, you can bet the Jets and the Giants all throughout the season. Now, the lines are already there. <laughs> 
because yeah, because they're just giving away bets for people in Jersey. They're like just just throw money no, at us. But if like, you you could look down, I can take the Giants getting five and a half against the Redskins. Well, they just know how bad the Giants are going to be, so it doesn't matter. They're just going to lose. But the Skins like, are going to suck worse. Yeah, but the Giants are going to lose like seventy percent of their games. It doesn't matter. I'm just throwing it out there. Something to investigate. You know, oh, but in the betting world, uh, for uh, points bet the website, the it was. What, however many points a team covers by, so like if the spread is three and they win by four, it'll it'll times the bet by one. So how many points are up? One guy bet thirty k on the Ravens. Obviously they beat the spread by what was it like forty five points. He ends up with six hundred k. That wasn't me. Yeah. Yeah. I was just in case anyone was. I to was win. told that Miami was a mortal lock. <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Not pointing any fingers, but. Uh... Whatever. Yeah, low. People know now. All but, right, uh, so we want you to go to uh, linebreakers.com mm-hmm. and stop, look around, because a lot of the stuff is there is free and information and other interesting insights. And if you're new to betting, there's a lot of, uh, how can I say this, a glossary. Yeah, some and, terms. And, and uh, definition you, of different types of bets. Yeah, people throw out a lot of terms, and if you're not aware of them, it's just right there. It'll very. Uh, and right now, learn some through stuff. the end of the month, the subscription price is half off. That would be 50% off. Yeah. If you can't do math, you shouldn't be betting. Who doesn't love a sale? Yeah. And we're going to uh, take a little break, and we'll be back and talking about college football. Been a while since your last big win? Feeling like you've lost your mojo? Tired of hearing about your friend's big hits? It's time you invested in learning how to pick winners consistently. Join the fun of pocketing some serious cash. Get off the sidelines and join in on the action. Subscribe to TheLineBreakers.com. Sports betting advice and education. At TheLineBreakers.com, we explain in detail our reasoning behind our picks. Unlike many other handicapping services, our results are posted permanently so you can track our results. Listen to the Linebreakers podcast where we discuss types of bets and the reasoning behind the odds and the payouts. TheLineBreakers.com. Welcome back to the Linebreakers podcast. We just kind of informed you guys a lot about the NFL, about the week one stuff, how not to uh, take too much in consideration of how the teams played or, or how your team played. And once again, don't forget to uh, visit thelinebreakers.com. You know, look around, kind of bounce around, click around. We have a lot of information there that's for free. Um, we also have our picks that we put on the weekend. We'll have five again for college and five again for the NFL. And once again, 50% off. Who doesn't love a sale? Right, what do we got, Mechanic? What do we got for the uh, college football season, week three coming up? Well, college football has all these games where the top 25 teams play these patsies, and they just crush them. And we discussed this last week and the reasons for this, which is money. You know, the capital M-O-N-E-Y. The patsies are paid anywhere from... Three hundred grand to a hundred and you know to a million two or whatever to come in. Yeah, you see and, those teams with a million bucks get and, and just get clobbered, destroyed. And this the today I was you know doing my research and Nick Saban gave a lengthy press conference exclaiming his dislike of the current system and his wish that all the top teams play each other. They call it the Power Five, so that you could go ten and two and still be in the play for a national championship. He even mentioned the fact that they just clobbered New Mexico State. He named them by name that they had just trounced by 62 to, and 62 to 10. And 
He also said, he praised the coaches and the players, but he'd prefer tougher competition. That's a really tough thing to come out and say. Yeah, because, I mean, obviously most, I mean, especially fan bases, I mean, most fan bases want to win. They want to get to the national championship. They don't really care, like, who you play necessarily. I know the school cares because obviously attendance is coming into handle too. I know that's what he, he likes to bring that up a lot because fans are coming to games, and you're right, they're playing New Mexico State, or they're playing Liberty or, or Citadel, and they're blowing these teams out like 70 to 3. Yeah. And and fans don't want to be there. I mean, there's no like there's no atmosphere there. You, you can't get involved. It's not like when the, you can't play um you can't be Alabama Auburn every game. But yeah. I mean there there is a lot of changes to that. But I mean like you're saying obviously he he came out and said he's like find me power 5 teams that want to play us. Um I mean they're Teams are scared for the most part because obviously they don't want to lose either. Team, oh. Everyone's fighting for a bowl game. Everyone wants that yeah. that bowl game check. Oh, I'm glad you brought that up. That the game is such a blowout. The fans are leaving. Yeah, and you don't want to be playing, you know, to a stadium where people are leaving. You know, I mean, I'm, you know, I do if I bet on the right team. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I don't, I mean, I don't have the better perspective. Obviously, you want you want the fans to leave. You want the game to be over and done with by the third quarter, right? Start yeah. of the fourth quarter. You want to be able to cash out. So, so he he told the reporter, do me a favor, you go find me teams out there that want to play us and we'll play them, mm-hmm. you know, that are a better quality team, which is once again another, you know, insult to New Mexico State, but, you know, they were paid to get yeah. trounced. But it's one of those things, too. It's like New Mexico State, I mean, I mean, everyone knows that they're just not a good team. They're, I mean, they're trying hard and obviously they're they're coming out and they, they, they took the call from Alabama to play them. Obviously, they're getting a little money, but... um. But yeah, I mean, everyone knows they're not gonna they're not gonna beat Alabama. It would take it's like a David and Goliath story, and, yeah. and Goliath it's, it's wins pre, most it's of those games. It's like uh, yeah. the, the wrestling. Yeah, you know, I don't watch it, but yeah. I know it's all the the, the outcome is predetermined. I mean, yeah, like the last great win from that was Appalachian State when they beat Michigan. That was like it seemed like twelve years ago now. Yeah, but, but I mean, all, it just we, hasn't we, happened. We also almost did have uh, Michigan losing to Army. Oh yeah, Michigan <laughs> to Army. Oh my yeah. God, mm-hmm. I think they were number seven. Right? No, Michigan. Yeah, yeah. They were number, number seven, seven, losing they the just Army. Move. Yeah, that would have been uh, would have been like the 1950s, uh, like Mr. Inside, Mr. Outside. And then Jim Harbaugh would have to go back to the NFL. Oh, what a shame! He'd have to go to the <laughs> NFL. I feel so bad for that. <laughs> would he and lose o- some and money? only make and only make five million a year instead of ten million a year. Yeah, I imagine right. But I mean, Alabama is making that conscious effort to play, to have a harder schedule. I mean, I have it kind of right in front of me. They're going to play USC next year. Uh, Miami, and then teams now are doing this home and home where they'll, because teams obviously don't want to just play Alabama at home, and Alabama just wants to play them at home. So teams are doing the home and home thing now, where they'll play like one game home one year, and then they'll play the, the same team the next year in the away stadium. So it's like Texas, Wisconsin, West Virginia, Notre Dame, Oklahoma. I mean, these games are like scheduled for like 2023, which is wild. Exactly. But yeah, uh, I, I yeah. didn't realize that until today. Yeah, they schedule I, it so far in ahead. Like I, they're playing Oklahoma home and. Home and away, 2032 and 2033. Nick Saban's like, yeah. I mean, he may be gone by then. I mean, admittedly, I've been, uh, I, I focus more on NFL, but uh, because of this uh, podcast and website. Yeah. I've and been, just you're just looking at more games. I've been looking at more yeah. college information. Mm-hmm. But uh, speaking of college, uh, I was asked by the professor who mm-hmm. is out professoring. <laughs> What I thought about... Uh, what a studious term, professor. Uh, <laughs> yes, that shows off my education. But, you know, what do we think about uh, Syracuse's chance this weekend? They're getting like 28 points against... Oh, against Clemson? Clemson. Yeah, last, last year they almost uh, beat them. 
it was came down to the very end that Clemson had to get some big fourth uh, fourth down conversions at the end of the game. I think they ended up winning by a field goal. But Trevor Lawrence, their big stud quarterback, actually got hurt in that game. He got rocked, yeah, and they took him out of the game. But um, so and he was a freshman, and he killed yeah. Alabama last year in the title games. So. Yeah, but I think I mean I would I would say Clemson is going to be ready for that one. That's what I think. I think Clemson's going to be ready. Um, are we going mean, to obviously it, playing in Syracuse? They're playing in. Uh, are we what giving, are they playing are, that dome? Are we giving a free play here? No, I mean I'm not saying anything. It's my, it's still <laughs> I'm not, minus twenty eight. I'm not saying it's still anything. minus twenty eight. I mean the money line I would take Clemson. Yeah. That's I mean who right. wouldn't though? All right, and then you're gonna give up. I mean your... minus twenty eight. That's tough. Yeah, that's a got, tough one. You're putting you, up, you really you're putting up your at, car. You really got yeah. You really got to look at that one. Yeah. I mean what's the mon- the money line is probably like what minus a thousand minus more than that. I don't know. So I, I mean, I mean that's one of those games. I mean, I think I but I think that he'll they'll be ready for that game. They don't want to get embarrassed like they did last year. It's minus five thousand or no minus. 3,200. Yeah, and if and if the guy wasn't a freshman uh, last year, he would be number one football quarterback yeah. draft pick yeah. this year. Yeah. They nope. wouldn't be tanking for Tua. They'd be crashing for uh, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, ex- yeah, they would, they, would, they would want this guy next year. Yeah. But, I mean, I would have a little bit more faith in Syracuse if they came out and played Maryland well last week. They did not. They lost 63 to 20. I mean, they just kind of just laid the egg. Right, and so it kind of looks like Maryland's that big. Right, so that I think big you just gave a subtle free pick there, <laughs> <laughs> which we hate doing. All right. Mm-hmm. So th- this this leads into my sentiment about uh, recommending taking the top 25 teams in general and laying the points. Because there's so many patsies on the schedule, especially early, that – you know, if you just look at last week's results, and I haven't done a team by team, all twenty-five teams, but I, just generally looking at it, it, there were almost like maybe three that didn't cover. Yeah, and one of them was when they were playing a top twenty-five LSU, uh, Texas. Yeah, yeah, that was like two top ten, whatever. But yeah, you're right. I mean, the top twenty-five teams they have superior talent, you could say, especially to these games that they're playing early in the year where they're playing these patsies. And, I mean, they're just showing it. They're showing just their overall athleticism and how well they can just – I mean, you're going to throw the ball up and you're just going to – I mean, more athletic guys are just going to catch the ball. They have these four-star, five-star guys that are just going to come down with it no matter what. Yeah, and, they, and these big, big teams, like most of those guys are going to the NFL. Exactly. You know, yeah. like – and some of them are going as, a, as juniors even. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, look at Alabama. Like, <laughs> I, like I think half They're the like, team went to the NFL. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. <laughs> Too bad they didn't go to the Jets. And you have these – I know. Right? <laughs> or the Fish. The Jets don't draft good guys. <laughs> <laughs> they draft USC quarterbacks uh, who never pan out in the NFL. Yeah. Sanchez, Darnold. Yeah. And they've, they're the last, they're, their last pick, there was three. He's already – the round three, he's already gone. So, <laughs> yeah. anyway. Like so – you know, we, once again, it's thelinebreakers.com. There's a lot of free stuff to uh, peruse if you go to the site. And uh, if you want to go up and sign up, we have two packages. There's a weekly and a monthly. And for the month, it's half price. I think, I believe it's very reasonably priced. And I think as we... Uh, yeah, compared to our competitors, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, mm-hmm. you go Vegas Dave and it's... Uh, $499 for one pick, and then he shows you a ticket that's, you know, been cashed by somebody else, you know. Yeah, exactly. He does this for the uh, the clout. The word clout gets thrown on all and that's what he does it for. He does a lot for the clout. Yeah. So I think, you know, we're going to settle into uh, week two, both, you know, it's actually technically week three for the college, but week two for the NFL. Yep. Some really interesting matchups. I think 
Hopefully, we're going to have some much more competitive games. And looking forward in the NFL, which is my focus, Coop is probably more focused on the uh, college. Collegiate, as they say. You're, you're such a collegiate. <laughs> Collegian. Um, looking forward, we have eight home dogs this week, which is about as high as it gets. Notably, Kansas City is giving eight points to the Raiders, who were home dog last week when they easily beat Denver, another division rival. Yeah, no, Denver Denver looked bad, too. There's, there's no secret here that I'm a Raiders fan, but I try not to let that influence my picks, mm-hmm. which you'll see uh, I rarely you know, go over the edge and say I'm taking the Raiders because I'm a homer. Yeah, know? he's always, yeah, he's always, in our group chats, he's always like, oh, this Raider, this Raider, that, I'm not going to take him. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, and I did notably once bet 10,000 against the Raiders for the year, and the, and the, uh, the book, he said, uh, could you repeat your password? Because <laughs> there's no way this is, you know, and use my, use, my username yeah. and password had to be repeated. Raider fan for life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> could you send me your birth certificate, too? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, but anyway, that's the game we're going to focus on. Uh, eight home dogs. You got to figure more than half are going to cover. But, you know, go to the page. Yeah, go to the page. You'll see we'll have five NFL write-ups this week, and you'll see why we picked them, our reasoning, all the analysis that we put into the work. You'll see that when you you purchase our package. Yep. So it's thelinebreakers.com. And once again, I'd like to sign off with a little PSA announcement that you bet with your HUD, not over it. And if you believe you might have a problem, you probably do. So call 1-800-GAMBLER. And if you're using our subscription service, you're agreeing that you are of legal age to bet in your state, which in New Jersey is 21 or over. So good luck, and we hope that you uh, win big. Mm -hmm. And I just have a little free tip. I know we don't like giving free tips, but Washington Mystics, WNBA. Deladon, that's all I'm saying. But <laughs> I am. <laughs> what the hell I'm is gonna, that? Mystics. I'm just saying it right now. Don't come at me later. And what's the line? Just bet them. Okay. Are you allowed to? <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> I am Coop. That's the mechanic. I think oh, the bookie oh, might oh. ask for my ID again. Oh, we're losing the mechanic there. All right, oh, I am Coop. That's okay. the mechanic. We are the line breakers. All out. right. Take care. Take care.